right, welcome back. It is time for the weekly podcast, NHSportsPage.com. Uh, I've gotten a little more sleep this week than last week. Dave Haley might have gotten a few more minutes. So maybe not quite as unhinged as last week. But uh, did, did you get any, did you get any feedback? <laughs> well, the feedback I got was pretty positive. Yeah, apparently what people want us to do is uh, stay up all night and then ramble uh, into microphones. So I, I, I guess maybe less sleep is what the uh, what the key to a successful podcast. And maybe that's maybe that's why Joe Rogan's so popular. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a glimpse <laughs> into uh, my life. Last night at two fifteen a.m., I was texting our friend Keith Maddie, who sent me the book, but of course didn't send me the other side of the book or the final score to the game. And so I said, I can't enter stats without knowing the final score of the game. I was at two fifteen a.m. So that's my life. It's it's just one to envy and and, and hope to some someday you can attain to, to be up texting the head coach at eleven and at two fifteen a.m. asking how much you beat Stevens by. It's the dream. <laughs> you live in the dream. That's, really, what we all it's what we strive for. Absolutely. And uh, this week, our our podcast is brought to you uh, by Steve Pouliot Photography. Tell us more about them, Dave. Yeah, Steve reached out to us. He's actually from the Guilford area. He does a tremendous job. We've got his website. Right up on the article for this, uh, Stephen Pouliot Photography. He's based out of the greatest place on God's Green Earth, Guilford, New Hampshire. Oh, Guilford. Okay. Uh, so I say God. I said the best. Oh, uh, Guilford. But he serves all of New Hampshire, uh, not just the Lakes region. So they'll travel out to the seacoast, White Mountain, southern New Hampshire, Connecticut River Valley, and gone. Check out his website. They do a lot with weddings and you know senior portraits, anything you need, special events. Um, he's got some incredible pictures up there um, of, you know, North Country pictures, so forth and so on. Steve does a great, great job, so check him out. And I think somebody you should contact if you're uh, planning to get married. Are you planning to get married again anytime soon? Maybe renew your vows with Renee? I, that, uh, if I got going? married again, I think Renee would be upset by that, considering I am <laughs> currently married. That may, that may cause friction. <laughs> No, you could renew your vows. Oh, Are you that's... afraid that you wouldn't say yes the second time around? You, you know what? I, I, I tricked her one time. I'm not going to roll those dice again. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a smart move. But, Steve, was, again, we've got his um, his URLs right up on the page that you clicked on today to listen to this. And he does a tremendous job, so we're um, really happy to have Steve on board. He's involved with the Guilford Belmont uh, football team and reached out to us last week, loved the podcast, and wanted to support us. And uh, so we should support him. So check him out. Um, what you see these pictures are incredible right on his site. So um, I wanted to say real quick before we got going, uh, and I, I tweeted a little bit last week and shared an article I'd read by uh, Tara Sullivan in The Globe, but the Kobe Bryant situation, for, for me, I just wanted to be real quick on it. I did want to say something on it. Is it has hit me incredibly hard, and Kobe Bryant was probably my least favorite NBA player of all time. He was probably up there with Isaiah Thomas, who you met last week from the Pistons. We're going to talk about that. Um, so I was not a Kobe Bryant fan, but since his career, um, I really come to kind of start to admire the guy. And then for me, it's a human being, human being. Who cares if you didn't like someone as a basketball player? Him with his daughter and what probably transpired in those final moments. You know, I coached. Allison, is, as I've mentioned on this podcast, I coach her seventh and eighth grade team in Candia and love those girls. And, you know, I, it, it hit me the moment that that helicopter went down. I was coaching a game at Raymond, and we won a big game. And so just to be with my 13-year-old daughter and, you know, how she's the most important thing in my life, I can not even think of, like, what he was going through, you know, in those final moments. And it, it, it really broke my heart. And I, you know, watched Shaq talking about it and, um, Jerry West, you know, saying it was the saddest day of his life. It's really, really, really been heartbreaking. And I know there are a lot of 
people that listen to this podcast, a lot of kids who I think Kobe was, you know, their Jordan. And, you know, it's, it's been interesting that Paul George and a lot of the great NBA players now, like, they didn't watch Jordan. Like, you know what I mean? Jordan was what I grew up with Larry Bird and, and Magic Johnson, and then I watched Jordan. And then maybe for other groups, it's LeBron. But Kobe is, you know, for a lot of these people, that's their guy. And uh, I just want to say it was just, I know for everybody in the basketball community, it's a horrible story. And, and, and for me, I, I'm not embarrassed to admit, like, I've had tears run down my face quite a few times, you know, every time I see a picture of his little girl. So anyway, it's just a, a horrible, 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 horrible moment. And uh, it, it's a tough one to shake. Yeah, certainly. And uh, by all accounts, Gigi was, uh, you know, probably going to be uh, the next Cheryl Miller, just based on uh, the videos I've seen and uh, had a big interest in UConn. So certainly a tragedy all the way around. And uh, yeah, just uh, just a tough week for the basketball community. But we'll uh, we'll we'll try to uh, help you shake that off a little bit by being our, our ridiculous selves here for the next 40 minutes or so. Yeah, we <laughs> we had a fun we had a fun night last night. We went over to Pittsfield and uh, covered Pittsfield, Derry Field and. Uh, that was a crazy game. Lance went to to Guilford to cover the Guilford girls last night, who are now ten and one. And uh, and Pete was out with Convals, one of your favorite teams, just because they got a wrestling belt. I think Leo Gerskorn won you over simply with that, right? The wrestling. That's belt. right. Yes, that's that's correct. Doesn't take a lot. No, 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 Leo. no. I'm a, I'm a simple man in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, if actually. You, if somebody, if you want to win over Justin McIsaac, I, I know him well enough. Just give him some diet Snapple cheese pizza and talk about wrestling and just your friend for life. You're pretty much all set. Right? You know, it's too bad the Guilford girls are in D3, the Spalding girls are in D2 because they're both uh, they're both uh, unbeaten. It looks like, and uh, we could have really we could have wagered uh, stupid amounts of money if they met in the playoffs. But they're in different divisions, so that's too bad. I feel like I feel like you and I could could make that happen. <laughs> I feel like you and I, after the season, could make a little Guilford versus Spalding girls game. Oh, kind of like Ro- Rocky Apollo in the gym afterwards. Yep. Ding, ding. Abandoned like- <laughs> gymnasium, no one watching. Even the Apollo passed out at sleep, passed out on his couch asleep, and but just get let, let, let's one on one right in the gym. Guilford versus Spalding girls. I like it. I like it. And again, nobody's getting our Rocky three references. It's depressing getting old. I don't even know if they get the Rocky three references. You should if you don't. So shame on you. That's yeah. on you if you don't get that. So we're going to go through it again. We're going to do this again, and uh, we're getting bigger numbers by the week. So uh, I don't know. The lack of sleep seemed to be helping us ratings-wise, but this is my weekend, Justin. You know exactly where I'm going on Saturday. You know exactly what that entails. You've been behind the rope. It's a Colbert Grove weekend. Yes. Is there any way you'd like to describe that weekend to the people? Uh, I don't think there's really a way I can describe it that would allow me to keep any of the jobs I have. Um, let me see. <laughs> it's, it is something uh, you should experience. I'm gl- I'll put it this way. I'm glad I experienced it one time, and I don't think I need to experience it again. It again. That's <laughs> oh, I, th- we, we disagree very uh, <laughs> yeah. on that one. Yeah? yeah, this is this is a game we've been doing for, I don't know, I think this is like our seventh or eighth trip. We're doing both games, of course. Uh, Lance is going to call the uh, the girls Col- really good game, Colbrook Groveton. And then this year it's in Colbrook. I will have video of the 25-foot Mohawk Indian. So those people who haven't seen him yet, uh, again, are you even gonna... on your TV and computer screens, do not look him in the eye. The do things, not look him in the eye. The things, I want, the things I want you to find out, okay, a couple of things here. One, does that, sure. Indian, does that Indian have a name? Because I don't think we've discovered whether or not the, the oh, 25-foot yeah. Mohawk Indian has a name. And, and, and two, I want you to try and interview the 25-foot Mohawk Indian, if you can. If you can do so safely. That feels like poking the bear. I, if you do it respectfully, you know how, like, 
when Dan Rather interviewed uh, Saddam Hussein right before like yeah. the first Gulf four and he had to be like all yeah. respect you probably have to approach it like that, right? Just for your yeah, own safety. That, yeah, you put your hands in the air and you back away slowly because <laughs> your life is it, is it, he'll decide how yeah. long you're gonna be around. Yeah. It's that weekend is uh, I'm looking forward to it. And it's a big game for the Colbert boys especially and for the Groveton boys trying to get a top four seed, but the whole town goes out after. It feels like the whole town at least goes out after that game. Everyone's in that gym on Saturday afternoon. My father, the more successful shorter Dave Haley, is coming up to see it. Oh, he wow. to see it. He's a big uh, hunter. He goes uh, bird hunter. He goes to Pittsburgh all the time uh, during the fall, and so he loves the North Country. Absolutely loves it. And he wanted to see this game. We had Marion. Buddy Trask to dinner with us a few years ago up there, and he wants to see it. So yeah, so yeah, Dave Haley's coming. The other two dude. Dueling Dave Haley's in the gym on Saturday. That's, wow, that's that's uh, that's hundred percent more Dave Haley's than most people can handle. But uh, absolutely, that's... <laughs> absolutely. So anyway, so that's a big weekend for us. I think Pete's still decided on the game he's doing, so I don't want to announce it yet. But we got a couple. I think it's going to be a D one game. Let's put it that way, boys game. Um, so yeah, so let's go through the games again. We pick all the winners. We go through every game in the state. McIsaac and I don't speak to each other for a week because we both need a little time off afterwards, and then, and <laughs> then we get right. back at it on Monday morning, right? That's right. That's a, that's how it goes. All right, so this is a good one. Alvern at Bedford. Alvern with a very, very – boy, I'm glad I didn't say I was sold on Wyndham as a top four team because they've lost two in a row since that happened. But right. um, this is a really good game. I, I'll go with Bedford, Justin O'Neill and Bedford to beat Alvern at home. But Marty Edwards' team, as I said, is way better than the record indicates. They picked up a really, really good win over Wyndham, not Wyndham. And, uh, but I like Bedford here. I like Connor Butts and uh, Justin O'Neill to get it done. Yeah, both teams have won two in a row, and I'm I'm actually going to go with Alvin just because uh, Bedford's kind of been a little inconsistent. They win, you know, they win a game, they lose a game, they win two. Uh, if 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 their uh, the the past parts of their season holds, they're they're due for a stumble here. And uh, yeah, great win for Alvin over uh, over Wyndham. So I'll, I'll I'll look for them to keep it going. Yeah, and Gosstown beat Wyndham last night. Yeah, uh, at at Wyndham. So yeah, good win there. And for people who are new listeners, Justin doesn't like to pick Bedford. So anyway, we're, we're just Dave, so. d- d- there's nothing Dave in this world loves more than picking Bedford. That's <laughs> his. If he had his way, his Allstate team would just be Bedford kids every year. <laughs> I walked into that. Vascoma, uh, Vascoma, not Valley. Vascoma at Berlin. Uh, not Berlin. Vascoma uh, in a big way, and we had the debut. Connor Sullivan, uh, Connor Thompson. And Ben Seiler did shot their videos, and the two actors who would play in a movie, Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler. We're right back. You know what it is? It's is like they walk, I have it's a th- like when you walk through a corn maze and you end up in the exact <laughs> same spot you started at. I have a theory here. You want to hear my theory? I do. Is on these tra- you know, on uh, with these kids that play sports, they go on. They tend to go on long bus rides, and there's like the same seven DVDs that get shown on these long bus rides. So like uh, all the Adam Sandler, all the uh, all the Will Ferrell movies, that's what gets shown because you know if you're a big group of teenage boys, that's what you like to watch. It's that type of humor. So that's their influence, and that's where they want to play them in the movies. That's my theory. I think you. I think you showed your age by saying DVDs, but still, yes, the digital <laughs> downloads that they're doing. On, yeah, bu- yes. hey, on buses, they still have the DVD players. I'm telling you, that's that's all a right, thing. All right, all right, good call, good call. Uh, I think we both like mask. In that one, Eric Saucy A. Uh, Conant is Saucy at home against, against the Raymond Rand, Jared Pikus. Got to meet Jared Pikus in person last weekend over in Raymond. He's doing uh, your, your Rams. He's doing a terrific job. He's a, he's a really good guy. Um, but they got the Crafton brothers are injured right now. I don't know if they're playing or not. I'm not saying they're out, but 
they're a little banged up. I like Conant. They lost a close one in Dover on Friday night. I covered that game. Uh, they just packed the paint, and Conant really kind of wasn't willing to shoot three-pointers, and St. Thomas kind of exposed that. I like Conant in this one uh, to win at home. Yeah, I'll take uh, Conant as well, Raymond. Uh, scuffling a little bit here. Third, uh, I'm sorry, second straight road game. And then they go to Epping, huh? The D4 Epping, the uh, the battle for the uh, the spotted turtle. That's what it used to be in football. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough matchup for, for our boy Nick Fassett this year. <laughs> yeah. uh, Concord, um, I think they're, this is going to be a Saturday game they're saying, but Concord at home against Manchester Central. Uh, frisky, Concord's Frisky, uh, and they've been off for a while. This is their first game, I think, in a week, but I'll take Concord over Central. Yeah, I will as well. Uh, Central Young and uh, still putting it together. They've lost three straight, but I like uh, the Frisky Concord Crimson Tide here. This is where McIsaac's head starts to hurt because he can't be a Seacoast homer on, in both directions. Uh-oh. Dover at home, oh, the God. Greenway versus the Wintertonnet Warriors. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is, game. this is like asking to choose between my children, right? Jay McKenna and played, Matt Fennessey. Played in the, I believe they played in the championship of the Oyster River Tournament earlier this year. Dover won by, I think, two points. I believe that is correct, yes. Um, I, oh, man. I will go with Winnicunit in this one, even though Winnicunit had a tough loss at Keene. They've had seven days to stew about it, or they will have by Friday. So uh, I don't expect them to lose too straight, although it would not shock me if Dover won this one. So it, it, flip a coin, Dover's scuffling a little bit, but I'll take uh, Winnicunit here. Look at you trying to appease everybody. How are you going to look Mike Lynch in the face, right. by the way, picking against uh, him? I'll, first of all, I'll need a stepladder because he's a lot taller sure. than I am. Our buddy Mike Lynch, who's my golf partner in our Haley Celebrity Golf Tournament, uh, one of my my very close friends, uh, took a picture with Chewbacca down at <laughs> down at uh, Disney World, and they look like they could just like two guys in a deli. You could just hold a conversation. That's how tall Mike Lynch is. If you if you haven't met Mike Lynch, he's what is he six eight? He played uh, yeah, he played in Portugal for a little bit, yeah. And he's a big he's a giant sweetheart. But yeah, when whenever I'm together with uh, with all those guys, I I, I feel like uh, I'm in the lollipop guild because they're all a foot taller than me. So it's a, it's a good time. <laughs> I'm going to go Dover at home in a close one. I, I, by the way, I did pick when it comes to lose in a close one at Keene, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Did I get some credit for that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you get some dab for that. Nice job. Good job out of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Newmarket goes at Epping. Rivalry game. Newmarket is very, very good. Jamie Hayes has them rolling. Um, he's a good coach, man. It's going to be a good run for Newmarket this year. I think Newmarket, I picked him to go all the way to the finals. Uh, I'll take him over Epping. This is a rivalry game, so Newmarket uh, is going to be extra motivated, which is not good for Epping. Epping's yeah. just young, and they're just having a tough year. This is kind of the – they lost a lot last year, and they're kind of struggling with it. And Epping will uh, – who knows what kind of shape Epping will be. They're playing a makeup game at Farmington. We taped this on Wednesday. They're playing tonight at Farmington. So let's see what kind of shape they're in after going into uh, into that tie again. So, yeah, I'll take Newmarket. Mm. See, when I get done, I may have to sneak over to that one on Wednesday night. So. Mm. Um this is great. Future Dave Haley talking. So when I listen to this podcast tomorrow, I'll get to know if I fall through when I went over into the game. It's like string theory. Uh, Franklin at home against White Mountains. White Mountains is uh, starting to come together. Jack Curtis is up for a player of the weekend. 39 points against Groveton. So I like Mike Curtis. Is that good? Uh, my guy, Mike Curtis, to go there and win. I like White Mountains. 39. Is that, that's, that seems like a lot of points in a, in a what, uh, eight times, in a 32-minute game. Eight rebounds, four assists, four steals. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'll go with White Mountain. Other as well. than that, he did nothing. No, yeah, he barely showed up. Right? Yeah, look at the, yeah. yeah. Make, make it five in a row for White Mountains after that one. 
Uh, I think we need to announce something that's going to strike fear into the hearts of every person walking the streets of Franklin, New Hampshire. Oh, really? Are you ready? Do you know? Hold on, hold on. Franklin I, plays. I got well, some, Go ahead. I got something for you. Go ahead. Do you know who Franklin plays twice next year? Uh oh. Who's that? America's team. Oh, wow. Franklin's going to D4 next year, and they're going to play Lisbon. Wow. Yes. I didn't have a crash symbol at the end of that drum roll. I'm sorry. All I had was that I was thinking roll. maybe there'd be like uh, Neil Diamond coming to America or something like that. Would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't so have that I on command. No. no. Fred Norris would have had it ready to roll. Well, that's why he's Fred Norris and I'm me. <laughs> no, that's... True and fair. Um, next one is going to be happening. I'm So Friday night, I'm actually going to spend time with my daughter. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in, take the night off before uh, Saturday, but right down the street because I'll be staying with my sister and my niece Haley uh yes my niece's name is Haley uh I didn't yeah we're not overtired again uh but right down the street Guilford will be at home against Campbell who just beat Pella last night how about Campbell give it up Frank yeah. for this group. that's a great win terrific win uh Frank's a good dude man I like that guy uh I do not like I said Frank last night I go that's a terrific win now go out there and you go lose on Friday <laughs> that was my speech uh, I like my Guilford Golden Eagles to go 10 and oh, if they can beat Campbell. It's going to be a very, very good game, but I like Guilford. It's hard to pick against someone that hasn't lost yet, right? So uh, we're, I'm going to take the Guilford Golden Eagles. But again, wouldn't be shocked if Campbell's able to get a, a dub out of that thing. They're playing very well right now. Take it easy, dude. Just say Guilford. Wow. Listen, needs, listen yeah. to you. Get all defensive. I'm sorry. Don't have lyrics. I'm sorry I said something nice about Campbell. I'm sorry. Hillsborough Deering at home. <laughs> Against Prospect Mountain. Prospect Mountain got their first win last night to beat Newfound. I like Hillsborough Deering to uh, to win this. Shout out to our boy Jay Wood, who is the football coach and the athletic director over at Hillsborough Deering. Terrific guy, and uh, we like Jay Wood a lot. So I like Hillsborough Deering. Uh, yeah, I will take Hillsborough Deering as well in that one, although they have lost five in a row. They will snap that losing streak, Dave Haley. There you go. Hinsdale at the Carl Anderson Dome. In Hinsdale, that's what we're renaming the gym at Hinsdale. It's the Carl Anderson Dome. The Carl Anderson Dome. Yes, the Carl Anderson Dome. Is it actually a dome? They're at home against Tom Bordeaux and Newt, who is Tom has done such a terrific job, three wins at Newt. Um, I like Hinsdale, uh, Dylan Harden and company. Uh, I don't think Dylan played the other night, so I hope he's not sick or something like that. But uh, as long as Dylan Harden plays, I like Hinsdale to win that game. I'm going to go with my... Newt Rams in this one, Dave Haley. Throw them one three out of four. How about you, you that? You couldn't even finish that sentence without giggling. You're <laughs> Newt Rams? Yeah, we're doing this? <laughs> yeah, why not? My Newt Rams. How about that? Sure. <laughs> Here's another thing, folks. If your mascot is a Ram, McIsaac is 75% yeah. more inclined to follow you than Listen, any of He loves ramming up. It doesn't, yeah, ram the, yeah, ram up. Let's go. It doesn't hurt. I'll tell you that. By the way, Newt's, I know they're not playing this one at Newt, but Newt's gym, underrated. Good atmosphere in there. Underrated gym. Newt? I mean, when I went to high school a million years ago, Dave Burroughs was at Newt. He's the best basketball player in the state of New Hampshire. So uh, I think he scored something like 18,000 points in high school. That's so, about, uh, that's about right, yeah. Good. Yeah. It's something like that. And, of course, his brother, Steve, the great Steve Burrows, one of our favorite officials that we get to see out in the box. I can see Kevin Suprini all season, by the way. Have you? 
I have not, I haven't been to a lot of high school games, quite frankly, but no, I have not. So I will have to, I'll have to get out to more. Maybe, maybe they're saving uh, Kevin Sapriti. He had some knee issues lately. Maybe they're saving him for March. They're uh, he's, he's going. He's got load management going on as a referee, right? Rock star basketball official. For those <laughs> that don't know Kevin Sapriti, he's yeah, definitely. He, he's basically the Sam Elliott of basketball officials oh, in New Hampshire. Imagine That's if he the grew the, Imagine if he grew the mustache like Sam Elliott. Just oh. gets better looking by age. He looks younger than MacIsaac and I. Silver Fox. Age. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Hollis Brookline at home against Pembroke. Richie Otis is starting to kind of get it together over there. Mike Pittman's been really good, and Shea Shackford has been very, very good. Um, I do like Hollis Brookline, but this is going to be closer than you expect. This is kind of a rebuilding year for Rich uh, after winning a championship. A couple of the champions kind of struggling with rebuilding years. As you know, Exeter really struggling this year. Yeah, they're having a hard year. time. Exeter not yeah, in not reverse. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Holmes hoping for a win eventually. <laughs> uh, I'll go to the Hollis Brookline over Pembroke. I will. Uh, I'll go with Pembroke here. How about that? How about that? With uh, one three straight, uh, and, and I'll, I'll pick them with the other. It would definitely be an upset. But it will, Dave, it will not be Christmas in Hollis. It will be. Or, or wow. Maybe, or maybe it will be for Pembroke. How about that? We'll run DMC reference right there. That's right. Uh, the next one is uh, our boy Nate Camp. We we sent out a little uh, birthday video to him last week. They are taking on uh, Milford at home. Kearsaw's at home against Milford. I, I, I'm not betting against Spencer Coronas. Are you? No. Uh, how, yeah, no. You know what? Hell no. How about that? I'll get, I'll, get, I'll work blue. That's fine. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> I, I was happy to see. Got a little nervous when I saw what video clip you put up there. But then uh, thir- 13 seconds, probably probably good job on the editing. Oh, there, I so. got it. Yeah. So I, thanks I for that. It. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I take care of you. I take care of you. I'll take care of Sarge as well. Uh, Kenneth, this is a, I'm going to write about this on the Thursday column. I have yet to write. Um, yeah, Mr. Dave, make sure it's done. What's going uh, on in Kennet on Route 16? They're, they got something yeah, going on. Con- Conval at Kennet on Friday. Kennet just beat Timberlane mm. on Tuesday night. Yep. Ah, there goes there goes the Yoda sound again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Division one win you have, yes. I like. Uh, I'll go with. I'll go Conval, but boy, this is, this could be a pretty good game. I had Kennet high in the preseason. They're making me look good. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with Leo Gerskorn and the boys at home. We had fun covering them last night. They're always a fun team to cover. I think this one is at Kennett, Dave Haley. It's according to the NHL. I did, I did it. Oh, you, know, you said I'll take Conval at home. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's at Kennett. I'm okay. sorry. Just because, yeah, I'll, I will go with Conval. I, I think this is very close, and I'm afraid that, that Leo Gerskorn would, uh, would yell at me like I didn't get back on defense if I don't pick him. So I will, <laughs> I will take them. But let me, here's the real mystery. Why was Kennett at Timberlane? That's not a rivalry or anything, right? That's that seems like a weird D two D one game. What? what no, they're nowhere near each other yeah. either. I, I, it's 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 just because I think when Timberlane got moved down to or moved out to Division one, they kept like two D two games a okay. year, and yeah, they lost. So Timberlane um, got a really big win over Dover. Uh, yeah, and, and Jeff. Jeff Bowman does such a good job. Not like Jeff Bowman has him playing hard. Like Jeff Bowman literally like is very good. Like he's X's and O's. He's excellent. He's one of our coaches in the BABC games um, coming up in March, and uh, he's he does a really really good job. But Kennett got him the other night, and uh, yeah, so that was a that was a big one for Kennett because he got the extra points there. So I like Conval at home, but that, that's a pretty good game. All right, um, you said Conval at home again. I like Conval on the road. So there you go. 
You love Peterborough. Moving on, I can't stop saying it. Laconia is at home <laughs> against Pelham. Well, maybe I'll go drive and see my buddy Mike Larson over at Pelham. I am going to be in. La- it's hard to take the night off when you got Campbell at Guilford and Pelham and Laconia. They're on the roof for me. Uh-huh. Um, and they have to pop over and see my buddy uh, Mike Larson. Uh, I like Pelham over Laconia in Laconia. Larson's got him playing well, Haley. I'm going to go with Pelham <laughs> as well. Uh, I want Matt Regan when we get to it to talk about Bishop Girton, by the way. Bishop, Can we talk about that? Is Matt is Regan, do we assign his voice to Pelham or BG or both or, or everybody? Both. Both? Okay. Both. I think he was talking about a D4 team last week. You, you break out That's that thing true, all yeah. the time. It's the like way. a little kid who plays his favorite song over and over again. By the way, Pelham about to start uh, six straight road games. Not one, not two, not three. Six straight road games for Pelham here. And, and you know what Larson told me is that if they get a home game in the first round of the playoffs, they can't even play it there because it's uh, the day before they vote or something like that. And they've got to have the gym cleared out or something like that. That must be yeah. like a town election, right? Because the, yes. the, the primary is at the, uh, on the 11th. So, yeah, that's, that's yeah. wild. It is, it is wild. Tell, it is tell, wild. Tell Larson he can play it at Rochester. I'll, <laughs> I'll host him. <laughs> on Tim Cronin court at that that's, point. At that point, it will be, yes. Oh, will not be a drive. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get closer yeah. to it. I'm disappointed. We talked about it last week. We, I listened back to the podcast. I would be disappointed. I'm just going to say it. Be disappointed if President Cronin doesn't listen to our podcast. I may text him after this. I I I would be shocked if he did listen to it. I don't think he's uh, a podcast guy, but maybe we'll just have to like maybe we can mail him a cassette tape of it. How about that? Do you think he likes us, or do you think he just puts up with us? I think he likes me and puts up with you. That's what I think. No. <laughs> Moving on. That's not true. <laughs> Lebanon. Lebanon at home. Keith Maddie will be texting me the score after this. Uh, excuse me, not the score, just the just his side of it, and then I'll chase it down. And on Sunday at six o'clock, he'll send me both sides of the book because really, <laughs> Lebanon is on a different planet. Why would you be able to text things from Lebanon? Uh, Lebanon at home against Southhegan. Uh, see, Southhegan's scuffling a little bit right now. Matt McCool playing well, but I'll go Lebanon. Lebanon's starting to kind of kicking the gear right now. How quickly you forget that last week we talked about how Keith Maddy doesn't know how to make a podcast work, and now you're expecting him to text you both sides of the book. I think your expectations may be a little high for our boy Keith Maddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. starting to feel the same way. <laughs> that being said, I'll take them over Southeegan. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lisbon at home in the center of America's core against the Littleton Crusaders. So it's America's team versus Littleton at home. I think Littleton has won 87 straight games in this rivalry, going back to whenever Chad Knighton graduated. I don't think we've seen anything since then. Let me tell you something, Dave Haley. Nobody beats Lisbon 88 times in a row. Let that be a lesson to you, Trevor Howard. I'm going with America and the Lisbon Panthers in this one. I'll probably regret that pick, but I'm going to stand by it. You know what? You, seriously, you know what? What? I know. I move on. Messenic. Messenic at home against Newport. Uh, yeah, I like Messenic. Uh, Brandon Keir is still the greatest coach. Uh, it's John Wooden, Brandon Keir, and whoever you have in third. Probably Norman Dale from Hickory High School would be third. And uh, probably me coaching Brett Hansen in a Seacoast tournament would be fourth as uh, far as greatest like coaches of all time. 
Uh, the time I beat Geo Baker, I think, is the uh, greatest coaching performance of all time. Um, that is crazy, isn't it? <laughs> your, your career record is 1-0 against Geo Baker, who's now an all-Big Ten guard for Rutgers. I threw the Rutgers game on for a little bit just so I could tell Renee when he checked into the game. I'm like, see that kid? She goes, yeah. I'm like, unbeaten against him. No big deal. <laughs> it's sad. To talk about. We did win the title that year, but sad but true. You, you won the first round game against them. Correct. So I, I will take Messinic here as they have uh, seven days after that, Dave Haley, to prepare for who? Uh, Your Guilford uh, Golden Eagles. That's right. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Yeah, that's robbery night, and you're going to be covering uh, Dover at Spalding, correct? That's right. I I am skipping the Democratic primary where I have VIP passes waiting for me. I said, no, President Cronin's more important. That's right. Uh, he is. Absolutely. So yes. we'll have coverage of both those games on robbery night. Uh, well, this is a good one. Merrimack, this might be one of the games. That we're looking at two games to cover. Uh, it's either going to be Nashua North, uh, or excuse me, BG at Nashua North or Portsmouth at Merrimack. But uh, let's let's talk about Portsmouth and Merrimack. This is a really, really, really big game. I'll be previewing this one in the column. Um, I might go Merrimack at home. Oh, look, look at you! Look at I'll you! I'll go with my boy. I'll go with my boy Cal Hewitt. Um, I'll go with my boy Cal Hewitt. I'll go with the Clippers. But oh, boy, I game. got you to flip flop, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and whose pace will this game be played at? We'll decide it. I will go with Portsmouth. I'll say they get out and they're, they'll be able to uh, to shoot in that gym. And uh, yeah, that, that should be a fantastic game. So I'll go with Portsmouth as well. What an atmosphere! Merrimack's atmosphere is almost second to none. McIsaac and I did a great uh, quarterfinal game, Spalding at Merrimack one year with Cal Conley, Ian Cummings, um, uh, uh, Ari is a freshman. Yeah. Ari was a freshman. Ari threw in like a 25-footer at the buzzer, right? Um, yeah, that was that Merrimack team that went all the way to the finals and ended up losing on the Noah Begelman almost three-pointer. Yep. Uh, but McIsaac and I called a game, a quarterfinal game, Tim Goodridge versus Tim Cronin. And for people that don't know, obviously we love those guys, uh, but they are like very, 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 very good friends. And it was one of the best atmospheres, right, for a game I've ever. Yeah, played. that might that might great. be that might be my favorite uh, high school uh, playoff game I've called because it was uh, the Spalding fans showed up like very early to to pack they their did. side, and it was it was a, it was a well played game. It was like I don't think it ever got more than like six points during the during the, the competitive portion of the game, and then the, I think the final score was like ten or twelve or something like that because you know fouling late. But the Merrimack the Merrimack students this is how great the game was. The Merrimack students gave uh, when Cal Connolly checked out with like thirty seconds to go or whatever they gave him like an ovation because they they saw how well the game was played. That's how awesome of a game it was. Yeah, I, I interviewed the whole Merrimack team in the middle, on the floor, in the middle of all their friends. Yep. So I was literally like me. I looked like I was, like, working outside of the Today Show. And it was, like, a <laughs> 100 people. And I interviewed all the Merrimack kids in the middle of everything. So, yeah, that was a good night, man. That was a great game. Um, yeah. So, Mananock at home against Winnesquam. Mananock's schedule is really, <laughs> is really hard. Mananock plays tough games. Every single week. Uh, and they're still the only team that beat Messina. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Winscom on the road. Man, this is tough. But boy, Phil Nichols versus Jake Kidney. That's a fun that's a fun matchup. So since in twenty twenty here, uh the the Manadoc started off one and two, they've gone win loss, win loss, win loss, win. So they have to lose this one, right? To keep the uh to keep the pattern going. I'll say win a squam here. 
Yeah, this sounds like something out of that Jim Carrey 23 movie or something That's like right. that. We're just making things up in your head. But right. I've seen you crazier than this, so no worries. You, we both had a lot more awake than we did last week, don't we? Oh, I think we both are a lot more awake. I was on fumes yeah. last I don't even remember half the podcast. Eric Saucer sent me some comment. Oh, oh, the Conant Barbarians. And I was like, I honestly don't remember saying that. But yeah. <laughs> It, it, it got away from us in stretches. There's no question. It got away from us. Uh, we were arguing it, it, our argument over Kirasaj and how far. So we so for people tuning back in, we found out. Now I want the audience to decide this. Kirasaj is 54 minutes from Cole Brown. Is that really far, or is it not that far? I yeah, like it's right on the verge of. I think you're. I texted you. I'm like, you're kind of right. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty it far. Is far? Yeah, it's, okay. It's kind of far. Okay. So we, we'll give that one to McIsaac. Right. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of W's, so let's get it. Oh, stop. Um, this is, as everyone knows from listening, we pick one game and we spend 10 minutes on it, and this will be the one right here. Pittsburgh Canaan at Moultonboro. Go ahead. Go to the first five minutes. I believe I, I called Pittsburgh Canaan my Yellow Jackets at one point, but I'm going to abandon them. And, and I'm going to uh, come with fast. Yeah. yeah, well, it doesn't take much, and I will go with Moultonboro this one. You were like that kid who brought one girl to the eighth grade dance and, you know, was slow dancing with somebody else by the end. Oh, you don't, know, you don't, know, you don't know the half of it, Dave Haley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Jan Chick Ruth's uncle, Dan Chick, the head coach at Moultonboro, uh-huh. who also coached against me in high school. That's how long he's been coaching. I will go with Moultonboro as well in that one. All right. Um, Mount Royal at home against Wilton Lineboro, Jack Schwab and company. Um, I think Mount Royal's got a big injury, but I'm not sure if it's official, so I don't want to say anything about it. I'll go with Mount Royal, definitely at home, but they may have a key injury, which is going to hurt them going the rest of the way. I need to confirm this with my Mount Royal uh, reps. I was going to say, I think you just did say something about it, but I will go with I didn't say who. <laughs> I didn't say who. Go with Mount Royal uh, as well. What, what a weird schedule for Mount Royal. First four games on the road. Then a bunch, the, the, the entire middle portion of their schedule is at home, except for one game at Moultonboro. Uh, and then the last four are on the road as well. That's just weird. Who drew up their schedule? I want answers. Yeah, it might be like when the San Antonio Spurs have to leave for the rodeo every year. <laughs> they have to go on the rodeo road trip. Yeah, when the Bruins and Celtics hey, are on the road. On Mount Royal. Yeah, when the Bruins and Celtics leave for the circus. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, possibly a game we're covering Friday night. Um, I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, uh, Nashua North. At home against BG. Boy, this is an absolutely terrific game. Absolutely terrific game. Two one-loss teams. Um, oh boy, those BG kids are never going to let me forget I didn't put them in the top ten. And they've forgotten completely that I had them last year's mm. Jamboree. Remember the Jamboree, guys? That was me, remember? They don't remember. You said hi, we're glad you're here. That was me. They don't remember that. Um, I like these BG kids. They're, I like them. they got good personalities. Uh, and they're good basketball players. I'll go Nashua North at home. This is a really, really good game, though. Yeah, I'll go with North as well, but uh, yeah, can we can, can we see two Nashville teams in the Final Four? I guess it's possible. Uh, possible. I, w- I wouldn't bet the, the mortgage on that, but it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. But yeah, I'll go with North. Okay, Nashville South at home against Londonderry. Man, Londonderry got absolutely cooked by Salem the other night, and I I wrote about them last week. The body police stuff and. Some internal things going on over there that you know uh, I, we don't need. I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I'm pleading <laughs> this on this. I'll go Nashville South at home. Lunder just hasn't has been surprising and, and has been surprised. I'm just going to leave it at that. Lunder has been surprising this year. 
Yeah, they've they their two wins are at Wyndham and Bishop Curtin, which are two really good wins, and now they've lost yeah. five straight, which is yeah. So they, they, they beat they beat Andover in a Christmas tournament. Andover is probably better than any team in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? So I'll go with South until Londonary shows me otherwise. I guess I'll I'll be picking against them until they give me a reason not to. So I'll pick uh, South. I need to take my boy Nate Stanton now. That's my guy right there. Um, Newfound at home against St. Thomas. Uh, Sean Murphy's doing a really good job. We like Sean Murphy a lot, right, St. Thomas? Yeah, he went, got, got to the Final Four last year. And uh, how many assistant coaches did he have uh, on his team last year? Zero, right? That's right, 0.0. 0. For people that don't know, Sean Murphy ruthlessly fired all of his assistant coaches <laughs> in midseason. It's, it was like when Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsford fired everybody <laughs> in the Nixon White House. It just was a terrible day. Actually, this is Jill Ford White House, right? Yes, uh, that's correct. And St. Thomas is not an easy place to coach, not because of the AD or anything, but because y- y- yeah, we like Ryan Brown. They don't have uh, they, they they don't generally get pure basketball players. They get athletes, and then sometimes yeah. those kids will like go away for two weeks around Christmas, so you lose like. You know that this didn't happen this year, but in the past it has. So it's that St. Thomas is not a traditional basketball school, but he really does a great job over there. He does a really good job. Yeah, we like Sean a lot. Um, yeah, I like St. Thomas in that one. They were really fun to interview. They were great kids after the game. Uh, covered them with Joel Johnson last Friday night. They got a good one over Conan, and uh, they were a good, good group. Um, Oyster River at home against Bishop Brady. Bishop Brady's had a struggle uh, this year. Uh, Joe Morrell had a big game last week. I'm going to go with Oyster River at home in this one. Joe Morrell, our boy, who we will cover in a tennis match this year. We will? Only, yeah, why not? Only, only if he promises to have a fit like John Macker. Although there's no there's no referees in high school tennis. The, I'm the ready kid. to do one of Cam's games, by the way. Like, I've been busy on weekends coaching my daughter's team, but I'm ready to do a bowling match if, if I'm invited. If I could do one with you and Murph, that would be a, a, a dream come true. I will take it with the seriousness <laughs> of, you know, when uh, like a giggling fit I would have with my best friend in fourth grade science, but I, I'm going to do it. Listen, Can the, I do it? Spalding Bullings at Dover this Saturday. I know you'll be in the the, uh, the North Country, so that's that's off the table. Yeah. But, yeah, they got a few left, and then the playoffs come up. And, uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, have, we'll, have to, we'll have to workshop that. We'll get together. Okay. All right. Okay. It. I like Horse River. And I will take Oyster River as well. Okay. Pinkerton is winless, and they're playing Goffstown at home. I like Goffstown. Good win for Ryan Cowett and Goffstown. I mentioned earlier they beat Wyndham. I like Goffstown. Pete Terrier loves his hometown of Goffstown, and they're going to win on Friday night. Uh, I concur with that assessment. Yes, Goffstown gets to 500. John Stark at Plymouth. Uh, here we go. Go ahead. Listen, first of all, I don't know how John Stark – I don't think John Stark has a license yet, right? How is he going to get himself all the way up to Plymouth? Do they what hire if John a- Stark runs into Chris Sanborn at the door of Plymouth High School? How oh, my go- go- oh, my goodness. Well, that, that's, yeah. not, that's not going to go well because yeah. it's just one guy. And then and then they're going to play you know, – they're going to play a 2-2-1. They're going to try and play a 2-2-1, and they only have one guy. So what's he going to do, run to all five spots of the floor? Yeah, just- hustling. Yeah, we covered John Stark. We got, we covered John Stark. I haven't watched the highlights yet. I'm going to very soon. I've been a little busy this morning, but we covered John Stark last night. He used to coach that team a million years ago, um, where Matt Corsetti was one of my forwards. So that just tells you the size we had. Wow, Matt Corsetti, who I think weighs 110 pounds. He's, yeah, was our power forward. He's taller than I am, but uh, <laughs> he's but more of a thinking man's power forward. That's <laughs> as a power forward, he's a hell of a broadcaster. I'll go with John Stark in this one. <laughs> No question. <laughs> I, I like John Stark. We like John Stark, and I want to Plymouth. Absolutely. Despite oh, being just Sully. one guy. Yeah, sorry, Sully. Sully's building something up there, people. Be patient. Plymouth's coming. Sully's a great coach. Uh, Portsmouth Christian at home against Farmington. Oh, good grief, Charlie Brown. Um, 
Oh, who knows? I mean, far, I, I'll go Portsmouth Christian, but you could really convince me of anything with this Farmington basketball team. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I, I think when you said in your uh, in your midseason snapshot of Division Four, like if you get if you get Farm if Farmington makes the playoffs yeah. and you get Farmington coming into your gym, that's not great because they yeah. they are capable of beating anybody. Now uh, their record has not shown that, but I mean they've gone to overtime with the with Groveton. Uh, they got a, a win over Derryfield. I mean they 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 can come in there and beat PCA. I'm gonna say PCA wins this one, but yeah, don't don't think you got an easy dub if you get them in round one of the playoffs. Farmington, let me make an analogy about Farmington basketball for everybody out there. Farmington basketball is like that buddy of yours that goes. You, you're at that age where you're all going to weddings together. And he's that buddy that shows up, and one year he comes to, or like one wedding in, in like late June, he shows up, and he's just charming all the bridesmaids. He's cracking all the jokes. He's got stories. He remembers everybody's names. He's picking up the bar tab the night before the wedding. He's having a great time. And the next day, he's kind of dancing with one of the, you know, the flower girls, kind of like he's just having a good time. The parents love him, and everyone's like, who's this guy? He's terrific. And then... In mid-July, you have another wedding, same group, and he's obnoxiously saying things to the waitress that are inappropriate. <laughs> he's starting to start a fight with the brother of the groom. He's making eye contact like he's going to punch somebody who is standing at the corner of the dance floor. Is that Farmington? You don't know who's coming. You don't know what right. to do to this. That second assessment describes a lot of the establishments in Farmington as well, I will say. That's... <laughs> you got yes. a problem with me? The, uh, I just walked in the door. <laughs> They're the trick or treat. I don't know who you are. They're the trick or treat tigers. Uh, so yeah, so I'll take PCA in this one, I guess. But yeah, Farmington could win. Yeah, like you walk into the bar and there's some guys like you got a problem. You're like, what? No, what? 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 Been no. in for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. So that that's Farmington. I, I can't describe many other way. We'll see what uh, Adam Thurston thinks of that one. Uh, Salem at home against Manchester Memorial. Two of my guys here, Rob McLaughlin and uh, Danny Bryson. Memorial's that like team that you look at their record and you're like, how are they, you know, one in five or whatever they are? They're because they're better than that, and they're they're very young. I think they're going to be a top eight team next year. I like Salem. Uh, Rob always does such a good job, and I, I think Domenico is really starting to play very, very well at guard for them. Trevor Domenico, he's having a kind of a he's starting to kind of get towards that second team All State, first team All State level. Yeah, I'll go with. Uh, hmm, I'm tempted to pick one more. You know what? I'll pick Memorial. How about that? I'm tempted to do it, so I'll do it. I'll take my boy Danny Bryson, uh, my golf partner, the guy I end up getting a screaming match with on that one hole at the Dairy Field every year about who's True. better, the Seacoast or Manchester. I'll take True. Uh, Danny Bryson and Memorial oversailed. Sanborn and home against Bo. Uh, I said that Bo may not lose again, and then they nearly lost to Bishop Brady, who hadn't won a game all year, so I almost just lost. Uh, all the cachet I have with the bow kids that I built. Uh, Matt Lammy uh, is the latest member of our players' locker room. Um, I got, by the way, so I got all the shirts, and on Thursday, the day that people listen to this, I'm going to Rochester and I'm mailing out a ton of these shirts. I've got a girl I used to work with who works at a postal center in Rochester, shout out. And I said, if I don't come to you and you don't help me mail out all these NH Sports Page shirts, I'm never going to get it done. So, Matt Lamy, your uh, your shirt's coming, buddy. But uh, I like Bo over Sanborn. So, Sanborn's pretty good, but uh, I like Bo. I'll take Bo as well. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm high on Bo this year, so let's go Bo. Good. Another good one, Hopkinton at Summersworth. What do you think of this one? What do you think? You think I'm going to pick against my boy, 
Rob Fossey? You're wrong, Dave. He Hilly. wants you to, I think. Well, yeah, you he's know what? Mad at me for writing nope. good things about him. He does not get. I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, if you're hoping for me to pick against him, no, I will take the Summersworth Hilltoppers over the smallest. How about bright and early, and how about bright and early, and Cody Graham and Kevin Henry all playing together at Plymouth State and getting big minutes. I know, oh. but it's yeah, it, it, yeah. It's like, I think the Plymouth State coach saw because he, he he came down to recruit bright and early at those Seacoast uh, championship games. Yeah, they and come I think, every year. Yeah, I think he saw everybody else was like, oh, all these guys are really good, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, yeah, and the BABC games too. It's it's big for recruiting. The Seacoast tournament, the BABC games. Um, I got to go to a Plymouth State game. I'll I'll go Summersworth at home uh, in a very close one. And these are the two teams that. I think are probably favored to meet in the final for Division Three, but by no means am I putting that in stone because it's just a crazy division. Um, next one is a quick one. Keen will go on the road to Rochester and beat Spalding. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Stevens at home against Cole Brown. You want to talk about Stevens, Cole Brown? Not particularly. I'll take uh, Cole Brown here. <laughs> Do you have anything? You have anything to say about Spalding and Keen? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I was trying to. Uh, I was. I was trying to mail you a, a bomb there for skipping over that game, but I guess oh. I won't. Do- <laughs> That's probably against the law, right? Uh, listen, we Ke- don't want to give anyone ideas. Please. I, yeah. yeah. I, I. I. Do I give Keen no chance in this game? Uh, yes, I give them no chance to come to Spalding and beat President. I Jordan. like Spalding at home. I like Spalding. At home. <laughs> Red I'm Raiders kidding. by a million, David. A million. Dave Alex Spalding home. President Cronin, it's my president. Uh, Stevens at home against Cole Brown. Boy, Stevens is really struggling. Cole Brown, Northwood on the road. Uh, Hall of Fame coach David Smith. They get the W at Stevens. Bears. Uh, oh, we got three games left. We're almost done, dude. See, we got through this. Uh, Sunapee <laughs> at home against Dairyfield. Man, Dairyfield just uh, they just come down and sling it. They 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 are running and they are it's one pass and boom, um, and Max Bryan's really good. I, I I'll go Sunpete. Should be a pretty good game. I like Sunpete at home. Yeah, I will go with the uh, the Lakers in this one as well. Trinity at home against Exeter. Ooh. Exeter. Yeah, that's uh, poor Trinity. What they, they didn't do anything to deserve this. The D one <laughs> coaches I talked to all say Exeter is the best team in the division. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean they're 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 beating teams by twenty five every night. It's hard to argue. Yeah, and then last game is Woodsville at home against Profile. Uh, oh, well, actually, two more games. Sorry, Woodsville at home against Profile. Like Woodsville, we're starting to kind of figure things out a little bit. Um, I do like Woodsville at home against Profile. This is a battle of two schools I could not find on a map if you gave me twenty minutes. And that being said, I'll what t- I've I'll been t- to Woodsville a bunch of times. You've never but, been to Woodsville? I've not. I have no idea where it is. I wouldn't know where to where to begin. I, I guess I could Google Pro- it, but I'm not going to. Profiles in Bethlehem, which is like right next to Littleton. Okay, that, that's where they go. You bet. You've been to Bethlehem. You I've been a, have it's, I been to Profile High School? No. You drove by it. Did it's, I? It's right where the golf tournament is. The coaches' summer. You we don't know out. which way I go to get to the golf tournament. <laughs> yes, I did. I drove you one maybe, year. Maybe I helicoptered in. You don't know. That's I did not do oh. that. That was. Uh, I'll take uh, Woodsville on this one. All right. Um, and then finally on Saturday, Groveton at Colebrook. The granddaddy of them all. Really, it is the granddaddy. This is the biggest game we cover every year. This is the biggest rivalry in the state of New Hampshire. Um, the biggest really rivalry is. in the state of New Hampshire. You're prepared to say that over Winnicott and Exeter? Really? Uh, I think the history of Colbert Grove because of all the championship games they played against. Not biggest in like the amount of people, but I think that's the most history. Yeah. All right. I guess As Winnicott and Exeter, I love the Exeter-Winnicott game. I go to it every year. 
But uh, have they ever played in a championship against each other? I mean, Colbert and Groveson played in championships against each other. That's true. All right, all right. You talked me into it. I will go with uh, I will go with Mark Collins and the Groveton Eagles to get the road win here. All right, now I hate to bet against the Mohawk Indian, but I don't think the Mohawk Indian listens to the podcast, so oh, I go well. with Groveton. You better hope he doesn't. Win. You better hope he doesn't because you're going to go nose to nose in a Mike Wallace esque interview. With- yeah. <laughs> like, how did you get here? I want answers. I want to thank uh, Steve Pouliot Photography again for being a sponsor. Go check out his website. You can click right on it. It's right here uh, where he found our video. And uh, we were more awake this week. I don't know if we were as funny. I don't know. Maybe we were more clear. I don't know. We'll have to get feedback from people and all that Uh, stuff. But we we got through it. Next week, I'll probably be on very little sleep uh, for the next two weeks because the uh, uh, producing New Hampshire today with Jack Heath, I have to pay attention to all the political stuff. Then you have the Iowa caucus and the – New Hampshire primary, it's going to be like a, a clown car of presidential candidates rolling through here. So uh, I'll probably be, for the next two weeks, I'll probably be yeah, uh, on even less sleep than usual. So, uh, yeah, your entertainment factor should be high for the next few weeks. Let's just put it that Did you way. like Isaiah Thomas when you met him? The Detroit Pistons' Isaiah Thomas, for I, those listening? I actually, the, the, like, so, the, so he, yeah, so he came in to promote his champagne. He has a, a champagne, and it was like wine week last week in, uh, in New Hampshire. So he came in the studio, and, and he had a bunch of people with him. And during one of the breaks, I came in and uh, I shook his hand. I'm like, I'm like, listen, uh, I got to tell you, uh, I'm a Celtics fan. So I, I, in the '80s, I really hated your guts. And everybody, yeah. and people start laughing, and and Jack Heath goes, "Oh, you can't say that." I'm like, "No, it's fine. I hated Bill Lambeer more." So it's, and and then Isaiah started laughing. So it was, uh, oh, he was very nice to everybody. He was, he was gracious with his time. So. Uh, That's good. But yeah, that be that I'm glad he threw the ball directly to Larry Bird in that in that playoff series. <laughs> Absolutely, you did, LB, and a tough layup. Dennis Johnson doesn't get enough credit for that layup. That was a hard layup to make. It was one second left, slashing right in. Oh, LB, it's the greatest. I still watch LB videos on YouTube. It's just the absolute greatest. <laughs> Best time to be alive. Best time to be alive. So uh, thanks again for uh, to Steve Pouliot photography. And uh, to Justin McIsaac, who I told him I got seven hours of sleep, and he told me that was almost too much sleep. How much sleep did you get last night? You said seven hours like it wasn't a lot, and I was like, I'm like, I would, I'm like, I would stab one of my relatives for seven hours of sleep right now. <laughs> no, all uh, you need I is from two to nine. I, uh, yeah, that, all you need is five and a half. That's it to function. Come on. Yeah. Five but and were half. you texting Keith Maddie at two twenty? I think not, sir. Uh, no, I can I can confirm that that did not happen, but no. <laughs> but maybe I will tonight. Who man. knows? We'll see. You're a better man for it. So all right, so anyway, we're good to go. But thank you, uh, thanks again, buddy. So we'll be back uh, next week, and uh, we'll have staff picks up, and then uh, we'll be out at two games on Friday, and or one game on Friday, and two games again on Saturday. Colbert and Grove, and we're doing the girls and the boys doubleheader from up there. All right, we'll see you at the games.